Thank you so much for joining me. We are on episode 26. This esthetician chat will be talking about no more limitations and limitations is in all caps. Like I'm ready to really have this discussion. I just did a new masterclass about this, which was also very interesting breaking down our limitations. And it's interesting because when you start looking at your limitations, it starts to explain that maybe you're limiting yourself when you really didn't realize you were limiting yourself. And I'm going to talk about that specifically. For those of you guys who are on Clubhouse, I posted episode 25. Last week was our 25th episode. And that one was about maybe this is why you don't have a lot of clients. So this week, we're going to really jump down into no more limitations. And there's a lot of limitations that a lot of you may not know that you've started not only limiting in your belief and limiting about what you think, but limiting in the actions that you do. So if you have limits, you know, things are going to be limited. And I hope that makes sense. So if you've applied limits to your business, then the business has limitations and that's going to limit the amount of people that are going to give your business money consistently because that is business. And it's so funny. People are like, why do you say, you know, I think you're one of the only persons that talks this way. Like you say people giving your business money. And I say, because I want to keep it very clean and clear. The point of us being in business is the, for us to survive on people who patronize the business and give the business money. We in turn pay ourselves, pay for the business location, pay for the things in the business. Like that is so clear to me. So when I talk to other beauty businesses, specifically estheticians, I'm clear in my understanding of how the business works. And the business specifically works when people give the business money. My goal is to help owners, solo estheticians, people who want to become solo estheticians on how to remove any barriers or any limitations that prohibit people giving the business money. And I break it down and use those terms because then there's no confusion. When you start talking, and I could, I could totally go, you know, business and revenue and all these different things. I could totally go there. But for me and the way I've done business now in the last, let's see, um, 17 years, I'm a very simple person. I like things very black and white when it comes to business because gray is not consistent income for me. So I like to explain it the way I think about it. And the way I think about it is if I'm limiting the things that I offer, then I'm going to have limits in the amount of people that are going to give me money. So in order for me to remove the limits, I have to address the limits. I have to make the limits be aware to me. I have to acknowledge my limitations. And when I acknowledge them, then I can get rid of them. And this was one of the hardest things that I did in my business early on, because I couldn't understand why there was not a better consistency. And what did I mean by that? Why clients were not consistent. I didn't get a whole lot of no shows, so I didn't really experience that a lot. Um, but I would experience moments of time where clients would completely shift their schedule around. I had quite a bit of seasonal clients, which would be great from February to October, but November, December, January, 
yeah, people would go and scatter. So I couldn't understand that. So I had to really start looking at what was I limiting? What was I thinking in order for me to become more busier, more people give my business money? What limitations did I have to remove? The biggest one that I always talk about is the (laughs) allowing clients to choose how they patronize my business. And I think when we start breaking down that, it becomes very clear. I knew that there were going to be clients who would not consistently come to my business. I knew that there was going to be a portion of that. So in knowing that, I still wanted to have a connection. I still wanted to allow them to give my business money. That is why I created a website. And I'm telling you, my website, I had when the first websites came out. So I was with Yahoo stores. Everybody's website looked the same. I mean, I was, it was clunky, chunky. However, I had a lot of people utilize that. And I had a lot of my clients send their family and friends products too. So that was really why I'm really passionate about explaining the website role in our businesses because I do feel that people underrepresent it and they don't give it its due diligence when it's a business within your business that runs 24 seven, it never shuts down. So I wanted the people who were not going to be consistent, still consistently give my business money by purchasing products. That's really why I started the website. So if you've put a limit to where you just are not going to have a website or you're not going to allow people to have access to the business, um, through your website, that's a limitation because guess what? Every other business out here has a website. So when we think that we can survive without one, that's a limitation. That's a delusional limitation, but it's a limitation that doesn't have to be, that's an easy one to fix. And there's a lot of back in the day, websites were, uh, huh. I can't tell you how much money I wasted back in the day and paying someone to do my websites. Um, And they were great. Don't get me wrong, but I paid a lot of money. Now you can have a um, e-commerce based store for little or nothing a month. Um, So it's not something that's so, you know, far reaching that you can't do it. You can absolutely do it. The second thing that I really did have to remove on my limitations was my expectation that if I did not provide the opportunity for my clients to earn, to, to spend on retail, if I didn't have the products on the shelf, they weren't going to spend. So I had to remove that limit thinking that if I ran out and they gave me money, I'd be able to order more. No, they don't like coming in to see your shelves bare. If your clients walk into your, whether you have a small studio or you have a multi-room location, they go to the retail space first. They do. They like to look at stuff. Even if it's not for them, they're going to go to that space. So I had to really kind of rethink my idea and understanding on retail because I removed the limitation of never running out of product. So in order for me to never run out of product, I had to be so super organized with my money and my timing. So I did not wait till I got down to one or two products. I waited till I got down to four and I would buy 12 or 24 more. Like I really started being very strategic because when the shelves were full, oh, the products flew and it was so amazing because I'm like, well, why didn't I do this before? Oh, because I was limiting thinking that 
retail is not important and I can just take the client's money and order it for them and they can wait a few days and then I can either send it to them or they can come back and pick it up. Like I didn't understand that that was such a limited way of thinking. And I didn't understand that that was why a lot of folks may be, did not form the relationship I needed them to form to be consistent with me. But I put that limitation on the business. So I want you guys to really start thinking about that. We already talked about websites. If you don't have one, that means that you are putting a limit on your business. If you don't have consistent retail, you're putting a limit on your business. The third one is absolutely communication and clear communication. Does every client know every single service and product you have? Do they know you do waxing and skincare and lashes and makeup application and online consultations and everything else that you do? Does everybody know that? And if they don't, why are you limiting that communication? Because if someone, and I say this all the time, if one client tells you, I didn't know you offered this, that means that you've limited the way you've communicated and not everyone is getting the information that they need to make the right decision to continue to give your business money. So I hope you understand that the reason I talk about limitations is because sometimes we limit the growth of our business. Sometimes we are completely the reason why we're not getting what we want and we're not at the level we think we should be because we have placed limits on the business. And if you place a limit, the result you get is a limit. So if you've limited the way people can give your business money, if you've limited how you communicate, if you have limited, you know, all the three things I've talked about, then what you get is limited interaction, limited bookings, limited appointments, limited income. It's all related. Like it's not separate at all. And I love talking to people about, get, you know, I get excited when I, have conversations, whether it's in person in my storefront or someone has called the office and they've caught me where, and I've been able to <laughs> actually talk on the phone. Right. And I have a very aha conversation with people. I had one really recently and, um, it was opening because she was coming to us to, and she had been purchasing quite a bit of stuff and starting her hair removal. And, you know, say Brazil is all about supporting the retail and home care and providing samples and all of that things. And she kept telling me, you know, I don't have a whole lot of hair removal clients. I don't have a lot of waxing clients. And I was kind of like looking like, okay, so what all do you do? She's like, I do facials. I do lashes. I do waxing. And I said, so you know that my retail range is beyond just hair removal, right? We have eczema prone skin products for people that suffer with eczema, even if they never get waxed with you. You know, our natural deodorant holds its own for people who are transitioning from an antiperspirant to a natural deodorant. We have hydrating products and our ouch balm is number one. It's also considered our sucks balm. And, you know, we have a lot of products that are kind of multi-use. So you mean to tell me that your facial client has never had an issue or doesn't have um, sensitive skin or isn't interested in transitioning to a natural deodorant or your lash clients 
maybe shaving and need a shaving cream, which is what green cream also is to use so that they don't get razor bumps and ingrowns. Like you don't have those. Are you not talking to your clients? And I said, just like this, I stopped and I said, so let me understand you're limiting yourself because you're pigeonholing in your facial clients to only skincare and for the face and your lash clients to only things that have to do with their eyelids and your waxing clients to only what they have to do with hair removal. Like you're not looking at it as a bigger picture where everyone needs something from you and you providing them with that. She's like, no, I didn't even think like that. She's all, to be honest, I don't even cross over. I don't even talk to my waxing clients about lashes or facials and vice versa for any of the others. And I'm saying, but you have, and I said, let's take a step back. You have clientele that allow your doors to continue to be open, but you don't look at it as a generalization. You don't look at them as a whole. You have limited yourself by splitting them up. And then you don't talk to either of them about the other options you offer. So there's a communication part. They don't know all the services you offer because if a lash client comes in, you don't talk to them about facials and or hair removal. You don't talk to your facial clients about lashes or hair removal. You don't talk to your hair removal people about lashes or facials. But why? Why have you limited yourself And why have you pigeonholed every client into a space instead of allowing them to come to you and you providing them with the opportunity to do everything that you offer? She's like, Stephanie, I have never thought about my business in that way. She said, I unfortunately have been so caught up with trying to build my clientele that I didn't really take into account that every client that comes into my business is the opportunity for me to provide three services for them. I said, uh, yeah. I said, so let's, let's take that limitation off. So we're no longer going to limit our clients to just one thing that I, that you offer. And she's like, oh my gosh, I have been doing that for so long. And I said, you know, it's unfortunate because the limitation you set, because that's a limitation that you set on your business, you could easily remove that and triple your income. She was so quiet. She's like, oh my gosh. And I said, you're not the only esthetician that thinks this way. I said, I don't have a problem, you know, sharing and helping people realize their potential because I really didn't have that when I was starting in the industry and I made a lot of mistakes in my business. Um, And obviously I learned from the mistakes, but I never had anyone talk to me just like that straight. Like you have the clientele that you need. You can triple your income. If you talk to every single one of them about everything you offer, that doesn't even include your retail. And that's when we came to the second part where I'm like, every client, every time they see you for a service should be paying for the retail product at the same time. And that's when a light bulb really came up to her. Cause I said, then you would be doing more than triple your income. You probably do four or five times. So you worried about what clients won't do, or you don't have enough. You have enough. You've just limited your thinking and limited the opportunity because 
every client you have is patronizing the business. They're basically giving the business money, but you've limited the way they can do it. You got to remove all those limitations. You got to remove the way you think. You got to understand bare basic. I can triple my income if everyone knew what I was doing. And that's why communication is so super important. But a lot of us limit that communication because we think, well, this client's been with me for facials for this long. They're not going to want to do any. Do they know that you offer anything else? Have you discussed it? Have you stepped in your role as the expert and say, you know, have you thought about lashes? You have a special occasion going up. You look great. Have you thought about it? Whatever. Do you need your brows done? Do you need your lip wax, chin wax, whatever? Have you ever thought about transitioning off of your antiperspirant? Like when I put out those 30 day challenges for folks, for my, my estheticians that support say Brazil, and we put out the paperwork for them and the flyers and the stuff they can use on, you know, social media, they love it. They make so much money on the natural deodorant because they're doing it in group styles. Like there's so many different things that you can do in your business when you remove those limitations. And the reason I gave that example was because she was so like, just quiet because she really didn't think of her business that way. And I'm pretty sure if you sat down and wrote out some of the limitations that you are doing, and I wouldn't even say write it as limitations. I would just say, what is it that you're doing in the business? And then when you look at that list, you have to ask yourself, am I limiting my income by doing this? If it's yes, you got to remove it. You got to stop it. And you have to be honest in saying, is this a limitation? Have I already decided how people are going to give the business money? Does doing this mean I'm going to limit them? If it's yes, you have to remove it. Because limitations are going to keep you in a limited capacity. Your goal is to get to 100%. You want to be at 100% on retail sales. You want to be 100% on services. You want to be full. You want to have a waiting list. You want to do all those things. You can't do those with limitations. I mean, I I don't know any businesses that have a lot of limitations but still have fill books and still have, you know, 60% retail sales and their online is busy and their Facebook group is monetizing. Like, I don't know any business like that. So if that's where you want to be, then there's some limitations and and you have to be honest in that and say, I am limiting the way I earn and I am limiting the amount of clients I have. I'm limiting a lot. And so when you come to that realization, then it's time for you to change, change some of that. Some of you don't have to do what you're doing. You don't have to limit people. Like, I don't understand. I think where I'm always confused at, and I say this too, to a lot, how do you expect to have full books and consistent income when you don't allow people to buy your products if you don't have them available. And there's only a certain way that they can see you. Like what would happen if you removed the limitations? What would happen if everyone knew what you did? What would happen if you always keep your shelves full of product? 
what would happen if you include the price of the retail product into the service price? What would happen? Because that's a huge, those are huge limits that you're removing. Those are those things that I just said, that's removing a whole lot of limits. Because people get antsy when I say um, <laughs> no retail, no business. And I did a podcast on that, right? We did that here in Clubhouse and people got all upset. No, I'm being truthful. But the people who took something from that and said, wow, maybe I should be including a sample or sample kit or even a full-size product into my services. What if I did that? So there was, there's one girl that I know of. Um, she's been a client with us for a long time. She does a new client kit. Um, I would, I tried to encourage her to do a client kit for everybody, but she does a new client kit and she does really well with new client kits. But the thing about new client kits that you have to be careful with is that you've, you've limited from the beginning. So if that only means that only new clients get this, once they have come back to you, they don't get that same treatment. Like it's a setup, right? So that's why I said, I said, well, why can't all of the clients have that? You know, why can't every client have a cleansing bar that they need or a sample kit that they, that they need that you decide on what they're going to have? Um, you know, I'm not a big advocate and fan of new client stuff because I think that's limiting. You know, when you focus on new clients and you give them a special, a discount, a gift, whatever you want to call it, you're limiting the potential you have because what about your regular clients? Can you treat it? Let's, let's talk about another limitation. Can you love and treat your current clientele better than you treat first-time clients. What would happen if you did that? You would see an improvement in your business because that's also a limitation. If you're only loving on the first-time clients and you're only promoting for the first-time clients, that's a limit. What if you remove that limit and loved on the folks that keep your doors open? What would happen? You'd have more clients. And I had to do that for me to get it. Now, I was never a fan of first-time stuff, so I never did like first-time promotions, discount stuff like that. I did do free stuff for free, you know, first-time client who's never been to me and you want to volunteer while I practice. But once you're there, you become a, a regular client. I've done that. But I did a lot of promotions for the current clientele. I did a lot of open houses, bring a friend day, client appreciation, um, color matching. Cause I had a big Jane Iredale station. Um, I did chair massages. Um, I, I did a lot of client appreciation, you know, they got a little piece of candy. They got a little water, but like I did those things and had such, so many consistent clients that it was just amazing that that one limitation that I removed changed the whole trajectory and income of my business because I loved on the ones that were there all the time. Then they would bring me consistent referrals. They would bring the friend on bring a friend day. They bring their best friend and they do all the things and have a little day. And like, I really understood the relationship part of my business. And I removed the limitations on that relationship because some of you guys have limitations on that too. Um, and I've said this before, you know, you like to relegate people to the phone and you'll get to them when you get to them. Right. Which is fine. Don't get me wrong. 
Um, but I understand that the relationship that people have with me and my company has to somehow be reciprocal in some way. I can't just be there and not show appreciation or not love on the consistent. And I've always loved on the consistent. Like I've even taken a step further. I mean, this whole year we've been about appreciating people all the time. You know, we have the whole free gift promotion. We're doing, you know, any of our um, smooth skin supply, you know, accounts that spend 97 or more, they automatically get a free gift. Some of it's full-size products. Like I understand building relationships with people, um, especially our consistent ones, in order for them to understand that this is a reciprocal business. You know, this is a team effort, no different than your clients. Every client that comes to you, you're building that relationship to become a team. They brought you a problem. You're here to solve it. You're the fixer. So now it's a team effort because they got to do what they need to do at home. You do what you need to do when they see you, you chart the progress. That's it. When they come in, they give the business money. That's it. It's a team effort. But many of us forget that team effort and we have so many limits to that relationship. We've limited the way they can interact with us. They limited how they can interact with us. They limited on what they know. You can't have limits and have the business you want. It doesn't work. And I truly believe many of you don't even know the limitations that you've put on the business because it's been so normalized in your mind that that's not going to be a reason why you may not be getting the results you want. Because many people say, well, I, you know, it's slow. Everybody's slow. No, everybody's not slow. I can tell you that. Everybody's not slow. So um, that excuse is another limitation. And it's interesting when I do have these types of conversations and people come to that aha moment and it's like, wow, I'm glad that I was the catalyst or the person that uh, you allowed to have me really speak to you on a basic level and you got it. Because many of us are working so hard in our businesses, but we're working against the limitations we set from the beginning. And when you remove that limitation, you remove the limitation on the other side too. If it's a team effort, you can't limit how they play and how you play. You got to remove it. That's the only way you're going to be successful when it comes to understanding the basics. Clients patronize my business to support the business and give it money. My job is to make it easy for them with no limitations. So however they want to give my business money, I'm going to let them do that. If that means that that website that they love to place an order at two in the morning, they have access to do that. If that means they're in my Facebook group and they're watching a video I did or a demo I did or a product review I'm talking about or something another client's saying in the group and there's a link and they go and they buy it at five in the morning, so be it. If I utilize that Facebook group and that's where I put all my last minute cancellations, I'm not limiting anymore. Because, you know, clients, they get upset when they miss that there is an opening, especially if you call them and they don't answer. 
but they'll be looking at that Facebook, you know, or if they're on Instagram and you post it in your Instagram. And I don't know if many of you know, but you can actually create a group in the Instagram messages now. There's a lot of people doing that too. So I think, you know, for many of you, I think the limitations have to become apparent. You have to make them known to yourself. Writing is so therapeutic and it gives you a different viewpoint. The other thing you might think about too is paying attention to what your clients are telling you. That's also a clue that you might be limiting something. And it's not just them complaining, even though they may complain, but that's not just them complaining. It's, it's the understanding that somehow, some way they feel limited. So the result they're going to give you in your business is limited. Like that is so clear to me. It's always been very clear to me, but I'm realizing that it's not clear to everybody. But those of you who are listening to my podcast and those of you who are in my clubhouse right now, you're, you're, you probably have never looked at the limitations you placed on your business. You probably think some of the things that you're doing is amazing. But I ask you, are you limiting not only your business, but how clients are interacting? Is there limits to how they can give the business? Can, is there only a certain way they can get this specific thing from you? That's a limit. If they can only purchase from you when your doors are open, your doors are closed, that's a limit. If you don't have a Facebook page, you don't have a waiting list, you don't have any way of communicating, that's a limit. You're limiting how you communicate. If you don't have retail on your shelf and you make clients buy the retail from you when they see you and you get it shipped to them three or four days, that's a limit. You're limiting their experience. So why would they do that? Why would they come back for that type of experience? It's limited. So the result from that, they may not come as often as you'd like them to or that they need to. So I hope this podcast really gets you thinking about your limitations. I hope you really start to understand the importance of looking at your business and then maybe getting someone else's eyes to look at it as well. Or if you become you know, very close to a client that you trust that would tell you the truth, asking them and their opinion. Those are the best ways to get to understand that limitations are never going to grow your business. You got to remove all of them. As much as you want to say that you're in control, if you want to have a successful business, a consistent clientele and consistent income, you can't limit how the business gets it. You can't limit the client that wants to give you income because they'll limit the income they give you. Like it's, it's, so, it's so easy for me. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump off here. Those of you guys who are on my podcast, you can always join my masterclass community. We're up to 11 masterclasses now just for 25 bucks a month. We have our Esthetician Summit coming up April 17th through the 19th, 2023. Tickets go on sale December 1st of 22. We're very excited. We're going to start announcing all of our speakers that are going to be there. I think it's going to be an amazing event. It is going to sell out. So I have been getting people excited now because you'll look up and December will be here before you know it. All right, guys, take care until next time.